Good evening, everybody. How are you? Happy Friday. Hope everyone's okay this morning. We didn't do a Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show because I did, wanted to put up a pre-recorded interview with a wonderful um, client of ours who I, we've only done virtual training with, and her name is Kelly, and I put the wrong date. I put the fourth. So tomorrow morning, there will be a Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, Saturday morning edition at 8 a.m. But here we are tonight with the What Would Jeff Do show with Jeff and the wonderful Joelle, who's sitting next to me looking radiant because she probably got some sun in the last couple of days. And even without the sun, she still looks radiant. Um, don't forget, we have, is there two more days on the sale of the, um, you three. Close Sunday at midnight. So Sunday at midnight, we are, so, so all next week for 90 minutes, Monday through Friday, we're doing a live e-cower um, training. You're going to see us introduce an e-cower to a dog, start the dog on priming CS, NCS, most likely we'll get to NCS. Um, you'll see how we start dogs on e-cowers, how we get the working level, how we start the process of every one of the basic commands, how we get a really good e-cower heel. And if you sign up, and hundreds have already signed up, if you sign up and you, you can't attend it, you will get a recording. But if you don't sign up, it's not going to be a course. There will be no course. So you have technically 20 uh you've got 48 uh six o'clock you got about uh six more hours you got about 54 hours left and joel just put the link up right there you're gonna want to grab it this is a one of these things where we're gonna be doing more of where we're like yep you have to buy it now or it disappears or it disappears a lot of our stuff we do um pre-sales a lot of our stuff we do a lower cost for the first week and then we raise the price this is something that literally just goes away angelo hand me that bonker um please okay bonked us this is an official bonker this is the official size of a bonker all right i've been bonking dogs for the last 10 years, I've bonked thousands of dogs. I'm an expert bonker when it comes to bonking. I understand how to make them. I understand the timing of them and when they're applicable and what they're used for. Um, I have been through hell and back because I put have put out a couple of videos of that. I have been, um, everybody, not at the force-free industry, that's, that's a given, those people hate me. But even in the balanced industry, people that train like I do, even people that use bonkers would, um, back in 2019, up until this current date, have literally put so much hate online and all these different groups, as well as personally attacked me. Ironically, yesterday I get a video sent to me from someone who actually did a lot of that attacking. And what do you know? They have a video of them bonking a dog. Now, I just find it ironic. Two things. Number one, it was a crappy made bonker. Three things they actually, two things they actually did it wrong. So if you actually want to learn how to properly bonk a dog, you, I will teach you how to do it. Okay. I demonstrated it on my seminars. Um, we, you know, we, we show it. I've got videos showing it. It's probably the best behavior stopper that there is. There is actually a certain size to make a certain girth to make, a certain rubber band that you're supposed to use for it. And um, uh, it's just a cotton towel. There's nothing in between it whatsoever. And there's an actual certain way to deploy it as well as the timing. I just find, and this has been happening for the last 20 years, 
we start doing something, we're called crazy, we're called abusive, we're called not knowledgeable, we're called every name in the book. And next thing you know, well, the ICP conference this year, which I'm not a fan of, number one, I used to be on the board of directors and I know all their dirty laundry, but won't talk about it, but I just want you to know, I know it. What's that phrase? I know where the skeletons are buried. They actually had a workshop on how to make a bonker. Huh. Interesting. And now other people are making them and everybody's like, that's incredible. I'm like, I've been doing it for 10 years. So always remember when you're getting hate, when you're called crazy, it's funny how you go from crazy. I'm still crazy, supposedly, but when they call you crazy and then they call someone else a genius, when you actually started doing it first, I find that very ironic, especially from the same people that used to actually give you hate. Now they're doing it. And they were doing it back then as well, FYI, because thousands of dog trainers do it. You know there's dog trainers out there that use cattle prods in training? Did you know that? Do you know that there is a very popular dog training school? A school, not a weekend seminar, not a week-long seminar, a six-month school that actually uses cattle prods in their training. They use it for getting dogs to do better down in motion. That's one of the techniques that they use. Just an FYI. Now, some trainers have cattle prods to break up dog fights. I understand that. Dog fights can be horrific. A dog could die. But as a training tool, they do. And everyone's worried about a cotton towel. So on that note, let me show you a video. This is one of our trainers who you've seen videos before shooing dogs away, quote unquote, kicking dogs. She's, it's zero degrees about in Providence, Rhode Island. So we do a lot of indoor training. We go to dog friendly stores. We do a public access training. All the dogs that go through our program who are aggressive, reactive, skittish, nervous, fearful, all end up doing really well in all different um, uh, situations because we want owners to be able to do it as well. Here she is. Well, now, obviously, when you're outside all day and you're walking around all day and you're driving to different places all day, you have to go to the bathroom. No. Can you get your dog, ma'am? I have a dog in here that's not friendly and I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Go, puppy. First of all, um, we, we, so um, just to let everybody know, that dog was not aggressive. Um, it was very friendly, but we said it to hopefully have some sort of sense of urgency for the owner. But what was an off-leash dog doing in a restroom? Like, what was it doing? So I just find that really, really funny. And it's just one more thing about it's, a, it's nonstop with us. It's nonstop with us with off-leash dogs. And obviously, all she's doing is using her foot to keep the dog, it's called creating space, spatial pressure. But if you have to boot a dog, you boot the dog 
friendly or not, having a dog, you know, the last thing you want is a dog fight, you know, in the middle of a, a, of, a of a bathroom stall, you're squeezing out a loaf. And next thing you know, you've got a dog fight on your hands. It's like, do I, do I wipe first or do I break up the fight? So anyway, just the life, the life, the life of a dog trainer. And that's, that's up on all of our social media. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is the wonderful Joel. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. It is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. No, it is not. No, it's, it's every, not. no, it is not. It's every, every, I'm just going to have to Wednesday wake the fuck up with show. Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, streaming live on Facebook and, um, also streaming on YouTube, and pretty soon we will be streaming on Rumble. So all of our videos will be up on Rumble very, 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 um, uh, 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 very, very soon, um, and I'll be able to um, uh, expand our, our reach dramatically um, because um, big tech is um, needs um, less people on it, and some of these alternatives need more people on it. So the way this works is you... Um, you will type in your question. Joel will read it to me. And I will answer it. Unfortunately, if it's something about dog fighting, like that takes an intensive one-on-one. -on -one. That takes usually in-person. But a one-on-one -on -one is usually the best. A lot of your questions, I might say, I need way more information. Can you please um, you do a one-on-one -on -one online consult? And Joel will put up the, the link to that. It's at our academy. Our academy also has um, all of our online courses on it. And don't forget, for our Patreon members, which is 10 bucks a month, you save 20% off all your courses and your consults. Also, you see the Tuesday and the Thursday edition of Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, where it's not... Um, it's not a public show. You see it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. One more benefit of being a Patreon member as well as our weekly Zoom rooms we do every Tuesday. Um, you'll hear me use the word punishment a lot. Punishment is not abuse. It's the opposite of, um, of a reward. You can say the word correction. You can say whatever you find politically correct. Okay. Um, but uh it's important that people understand, number one, how to apply a proper punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Also, how to give a dog a reward to train a new command, reinforce the command, or get more predictability out of that command. All right. So it's important that everybody learns how to dog train. It's everybody important that they everybody learns dog manners. And then there's so much involved, proper dog husbandry, as far as like proper diet, proper nutrition, exercise, you know, medical care, nail care, grooming. It's really, really important when you get a dog that you, that you learn as much as possible. So we're here to help as many of you as we can. This is a free show. Um, we don't have any sponsors. Um, so if you like the show, feel free to subscribe to the show, share the show, um, uh, you know, you know, sp you know, spread the word, like our YouTube channel, like our Facebook um, and Instagram and TikTok channel. So Joel, Let's just jump, just jump right into it. Debbie, I won't be listening live, but I have a question. When potential clients insisted that a group class is better than private sessions, what would your answer be? Thanks. I'll listen later. My answer would be, what do you think is better for the dog? The, if the owner knows so much, well, then let them, let, let, you know, it's not about what the owner, see, this is the thing. This sounds anti-client. A professional dog trainer wants the owner and the dog team to be successful. We want them to be successful. We actually want you to be successful. Real dog trainers want owners to be successful. 
that's a new concept for the force-free positive people where they just want you to rely on them forever without making any progress, just so you keep signing up for six more classes. We actually want you to be successful. In fact, we want you to be so successful, we don't even do one-on-ones anymore up in Rhode Island. We are sending you, we are actually just want you to buy a $197 course instead of an $800 in-person where you can actually make more progress with the course. Not because the in-person is not good, but you get like 26 videos and you'll go farther from leash to off-leash. So the Green to Graduate course is fantastic. Um, So my response to that person would be, I'm glad you think that way. Let's start out with one, two, or three one-on-ones, and then we'll move you into the group class. But it's much harder for your dog to learn in a group class than it would be on a one-on-one. And if they disagree, then it's called a non-client. Next. Sawblade Entertainment stayed up till 5 a.m. last night, binging Green to Graduate to make sure I was ready for the workshop. Great info. Awesome, awesome. Glad you, glad you watched it because the Green to Graduate, even people that are taking this online course next week, a lot of a lot of people have said, should I get the Green to Graduate too? Mm-hmm. Yes, you actually should. Yeah, you should because it's even more learning. Like the more you can learn, the better. I buy courses all the time not on dog training. We buy courses on, um, I'm buying actually a real estate course. I'm buying a real estate investing course this week. Joelle pays for social media apps. She'll belong to a lot of um, uh, Instagram influencers that um, help her with um, just just everything, just everything in life, everything in life. So next. Sandy said just ordered it. Very excited. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. We'll see you there. Nate, you're the man, Jeff. Thank you for being the spokesperson for no bullshit dog training. We appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if I'm the spokesperson. I'm definitely one of the loudest ones out there, and I've been doing it for 20 years. I've had a podcast and a radio show for 13. These are not ego braggart statements. What I'm saying is, is, is back when I started talking about prong collars and e-collars, nobody was. Nobody. Nobody had videos out. I shouldn't say no one. Less than six trainers had videos out. Sport dog trainers did. Hunt, hunt, hunt dog trainers did. So hunt and field trial trainers always had showed Tritronic. It's like that's how you train a dog. You know, that's how you train a dog. But family pet dog trainers, even if they use them, they wouldn't even put it on their website. They wouldn't even put it on their website. Like they wouldn't even explain how they train dogs. They wouldn't be honest with the public. So I have been the non-bullshit guy for a long time, which opens me up to a lot of criticism. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because why? Because I care so much about the end user that they get the right information. And ironically, I have no problem. Well, people shouldn't call me crazy. Number one, I'm not struggling with suicide um, or any other mental disorders, but just be careful who you call crazy online. How about if someone is struggling? How about if they have been, if also you're acting, you're being a bully. You do realize that, right? You're bullying. There was just an 11-year-old child that committed suicide for being bullied in in school, 11 years old. So you're a grown-ass male or female who probably has children and you're bullying Dog trainers, you might want to think about that. You're not going to phase me. I don't care. You're the one with low self-worth, not me. 
Next. Melissa said, what is it? Just a towel? Melissa, yeah. All this is is a cotton towel. It's wrapped up, and there's two number 64 elastics. But it has to be wrapped up a, a certain way. The length of the towel is particular. The width of the towel is particular. How you roll it is particular. How you secure it is particular. How you hold it is particular. When you deploy it is particular. The fact that you say no and then have a latency period before you deploy it is particular. When you deploy it at the loading stage, the loading stage, not when the dog is doing the bad behavior, but at the loading stage is important. There's a lot of factors, but yes, all it is is a soft cotton towel. There's no bone in it because I've heard this. There's no frozen water bottle in it because I've heard this. A There's not pipe. a lead pipe in it because I've heard this. Like, this is what people say about us. I'm hitting dogs with cotton-wrapped lead pipes. Really? It's a soft cotton towel that I bought for $1.33. The probably prices have gone up. So they're probably at least okay, four bucks now. But $1.33 at Walmart. And I bought a... I don't know, 100 pack of elastics, rubber bands for probably 99 cents, you know? So, but it's just like anything else. You, it's no different than a clicker. A clicker is just a noisemaker, but guess what? It has to be used the proper way. Next. Mary, Jeff, do you have any courses for trainers specifically? What about resource guarding? Yes, we have a resource guarding course. All our courses are for trainers as well. Like we have people that have been training for 30, 40, 50 years, longer than me. They get the green to graduate course and they're like, I can't believe how much I learned. So all our courses are for you. Also, I do mentorship. I also do training. We also have a mastermind coming up in June, which will be on our website soon, which is a five-day intensive. Is that up yet? We're probably also starting our shadow program back up again. Next. Um, Melissa, odd. Is a towel too light? How does it help? I need help. My dog is protective of her house. She won't allow people to come in. She's excellent with people outside. I take her to the Petco and the beach and doggy daycare. Right. She's so good. Only at home, she's so territorial. Because she's a territorial garter. So how does it work is you, you would um, get our resource guarding video. You would set up an online consult and I'll walk you through it step by step. But you will be saying no and you'll be applying a punisher. So let's say your dog rushes the front. First of all, a remote collar would be the most effective for you. you. She rushes the front door and starts barking. Say no, correct the dog. Yep, it's called make it suck. Make it suck to, for the dog to do that. The dog will stop doing it. Because not saying no is saying yes. Next. Melissa, I already read that chat. Hi, guys. I'm looking forward to the e-collar training starting Monday. I'm going to be at work on the assembly line, but we'll be zooming in. Got green to graduate. Good, got good results. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, the green to graduate course. If you're not getting good results, then you're doing it wrong. Um, and you just can always, you can always do a, a lot of people, excuse me, get green to graduate are members of Patreon and they join our Zoom, excuse me, Zoom room and they ask a lot of questions. All right, thank you for getting the course, thank you. Sam, I was paying attention to something else, LOL. Oh, the lady, yeah. Oh, the lady, yes, yes, I know. Um, but, but which is even scarier. Have your dog off leash and just not be paying attention. Yeah, okay. just like let your dog wander, you know, from stall to stall. Next. Paul, don't worry, he's friendly. Heard that so many times in these situations. Right. See, mm -hmm. the, this is the thing. Okay, guys, I don't give a shit mm -hmm. how friendly your dog is. 
I'm glad actually I'm glad your dog is friendly. Thank God it is friendly. Kudos to you for it being friendly. But I assure you, if your friendly dog jumps in the face of another dog who also is friendly, or how about if the dog is nervous and fearful? That could be a dog fight. It doesn't matter that your dog is friendly. Like your dog being friendly doesn't matter. So I'm friendly. Can I touch your boobs? Why not? Why can't I grab your breasts? I'm friendly. I'm a nice guy. I'm friendly. I'm not drunk. I don't do drugs. I've got a job. I've got a home. I'm, I'm a nice guy. Why can't I grab your boobs? Oh, because you don't want me to. Oh, I get it. And I don't want your dog coming into my space. Next. Melissa, only the people who show no fear of her can come in. After a while, she's okay with them. It's just the initial coming in. I understand. I know exactly what your dog is doing because I fixed thousands of dogs, eliminated it, not managed it, but I've eliminated it. I can eliminate it in a one, and I'm sorry, in a 30-minute consult. We can turn the camera around. I can show you how to eliminate it. I can have somebody come to your front door, and I can, I'll show you how to eliminate it. Get yourself a shock collar. Get yourself a house with a door, somebody on the other side of the door to ring it, ring the bell, and I will show you exactly how to eliminate it. You have to learn how to apply a punisher to stop an unwanted behavior, all right? You don't redirect, you don't give an obedience command, you say no, and you apply a punisher. I know exactly what your dog is doing. It's doing the same thing that millions of other dogs do. Next. Chad, should I... Or do I have to carry some kind of insurance for dog training company? Absolutely. You want to be insured out the wazoo. You need liability insurance. You might need to be bonded if you're going to people's houses. If you're having clients' dogs in your car, you need dog and transit insurance. You absolutely want to be insured. Absolutely. We are heavily insured. Why? Just in case. Next. Philo says, Jeff, my five-month-old bull Arab wolfhound is terrified of me. She'll spend all her time running from me in our yard. She'll go to everyone except me. Okay. So you have a crappy relationship with your dog, obviously. The, if you got the green to grow, first of all, keep your dog on a leash. Your dog shouldn't be not, your dog has not earned the right to be off leash. Number two, if you started the green to graduate course in one month, you would build an incredible relationship with your dog. Right now, your relationship sucks. It's probably going to get worse as the dog gets into its teen years. People say, oh, it'll get better. It'll warm up to you. A five-month-old dog should be in love with you. It should want to be with you. So start off by having that dog on a leash so it can't run from you. But also, you need to take a very active role in its training. The Green to Graduate course will show you how to do it step by step by step. It's all part of proper dog ownership. Next. Um, kangaroo, my truck dog barks at people while I'm in the truck. When I get out, she doesn't bark at people. What causes this? The dog is guarding you. That's what causes it. The dog's guarding you. 
And if you have somebody else in the truck, it may or may not, like besides you, it might still guard the truck because maybe it just guards people, but most likely the dog is guarding you. And a lot of people say, well, that's okay. I want my dog to. It's like, no, you don't, because the dog is guarding you from the gas station attendant or your traffic, you know, the police when you get pulled over, or you go to a drive through at Starbucks and the dog is barking its head off. So you can stop that with a remote collar very, very easily. Next. Heather says, when and where is the show again? Which show? The show you're watching or the course we have? So, every, so uh, everything is online. The the remote collar course is online. Joelle put a link up to it. She'll put it up again for you right now. All right. It's the e-collar course. It's all online. It streams. It's on Zoom. It's every day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. It lasts for 90 minutes. It's an hour of training, 30 minutes of Q&A. It's live, unedited. And mistakes and all, imperfections and all, we have no idea what this dog is going to do. No idea. Nope. Got no idea. It could be a shit show to start, and we're going to show you how to work through it. And if you're not there, you own the recording. Remember that. Next. Philo said, I'm in Australia, by the way. Oh, hey, Australia. How are you? I did a seminar in, two seminars in Australia. I did one up in Cairns. Um, I did both of them up in Cairns. Loved it. Had a, had a great time. I went to a great, great noodle shop. I think it was called The Noodle Shop down in Sydney because that's where my flight was. I had a one-day um, uh, 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 layover. Um, I had a wonderful time. Wonderful time. Um, Ruben, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Thanks for all the free content. My pleasure. Thanks for consuming it and, and hopefully putting it into action. Garrett says, dog bless you both. Well, thank I you. I think that's supposed to be a joke, but thanks. Right. You can, say God. you can say God. Very punny. Caroline, hi, Jeff. You train my Zeus in Frisbee on e-collar and prong collars. Yep, yep. When they pass, I trained my golden doodle on the same tools. She has done beautifully. I miss Zeus and Frisbee every day, but Splash is bringing joy to my family. Good, yeah. Splash is a cool dog. Caroline is one of the OGs, and um, she lives right on the beach. And boy, what a great lifestyle they have, just running down, up and down the beach and uh, just having that freedom and, and – uh, uh, I used to love watching them run up and down that beach. Next. Casey, seven-month-old, working line GSC, barks once or twice when seeing a person or dog, but will look away, then bark. So I haven't been able to correct for the loading. Correcting after the fact hasn't made a difference. What, what, how high are you correcting? So your correction might be a nag. So are you really making it worth it for your dog to stop? Does your dog have incentive? So not barking to prevent the punisher is a huge incentive not speeding to prevent the ticket is a huge incentive not breaking curfew so you can go out the following weekend and not lose your cell phone for the week is a huge incentive not breaking the law so you don't have to go to jail is a huge incentive so what's the incentive for the dog not to bark once or twice isn't the worst either by the way but still if you're not if you know if you don't want that we can eliminate it for you. Next. Ruben, I walked my friend's GSC mail when he went on holiday a couple months ago. He's aggressive in his crate. I would have to choke until the aggression stopped, and then I could walk him. I hated doing this. Tips. No, I would hope you would hate doing it. Like we cho We've had to choke out dogs. I've choked out dogs at seminars right in front of everybody because it wouldn't stop going for my face. wouldn't stop trying to bite me. 
I don't think that there's so many people out there that don't realize how dangerous either dogs are or how much harm a dog that appears calm, this one obviously wasn't being calm, but how much harm they can put on you. I mean, I've been mauled. I've been put in the hospital by dogs. You know, and they, by the way, they were very cute dogs. Doesn't matter. Next. Sue, on vacation this coming week, so I cannot join the five-day workshop. I hope it is a huge success and that you offer another again in the near future. Well, we might not be, but this, but Sue, you can still purchase it. It's only $111. You'll own the videotape, and then you can watch it when you get home from vacation. Now, is it the same as the live? Well, sort of is the same as the live. You won't be able to ask questions in the moment, but a lot of the questions that you, that you that you want to know about, you can ask us on Patreon, you can ask us in our Q&As, so you can still get the course. Many people are getting the course that they know they're not going to be there. They're at work during the day too. Next. Victoria, I have a pack of nine dogs. My 10-month-old male has developed nonstop barking if he's crated and anticipates that it's time to eat, be let out, and etc. He sets off the others barking that were a problem and still aren't a problem if he isn't in the mix. How do I end this behavior without opening the crate, which is the reward he is seeking? Well, you can open up the crate and the dog tries to get out of the crate. You slam it really hard in the dog's face. Also get yourself, you can get yourself a bark collar or get yourself a shock collar. No, apply correction. So no negative consequence. It is the fastest, the most efficient, and the most proper way to stop an unwanted behavior. A lot of people will say, teach the quiet command, redirect with something, wait the dog out. I'm not waiting out a barking dog. What are you, fucking nuts? Who wants to wait out a barking dog? I want the dog to shut up now. So what do you do? You hit the shut up button on the remote. Next. Connie, can a trained intact male be controlled with a female and heat comes around? I don't want to fix him until he's two. You, yeah, if you don't have to fix him at all, Yes, you can. We have a in-heat Doberman with us right now. It's a client's dog. And Joelle's dog, Wes, is intact. And doing fine. they're doing fine. Why? Going walks because, together. Because um, not with this particular dog. But I don't know. Kira, uh, one of my dogs, definitely who, who he saw every day. He, he went through. Kira oh, no longer is with us anymore. She went through three heat cycles, I believe. Um uh, before she passed, and Wes was fine with all of them. Tex wasn't, but 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 we stopped that. Next, Melissa, can you send a link to the resource guarding? I need the consult. Yep, I linked both. Yep, Melissa. They're, they're up there, but also just to help you out, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. So that's the link to like all of the courses and the consults and the live that we're also selling. Next. Uh, Jay Drink Walter. Hope you have a great weekend. You guys rock. Oh, thanks. I've got, um, let's see, today, this afternoon I started, I did get some trees. I got the trees over the garden, the, the branches over the garden cut down. Now I've got to get the branches over the chicken coop. Um, I got to cut those all down too. So we've got that and we have to do, um, a testing of all of our camera equipment and the setup for the, for the live to make sure it works perfect for everybody. Tomorrow morning, don't forget to wake the fuck up with Jeff show. It's at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, we'll probably do a live tomorrow, too, um, or on Sunday about the e-collar course. 
and we've got you know our usual weekend stuff you know food shop we gotta go food shopping i know oh my gosh yeah you think like 10 people lived in this house we just we just we went out to eat last night actually we had some nice oysters um um and we went to a, a there's a great place that's on the pier so you overlook the water you're sitting on the water so in florida yesterday was in the 80s but it was a little bit cooler out last night but still you're sitting on the water and you're overlooking, you see boats and birds, and you're sitting there eating oysters, and um, you put some hot sauce on them and some horseradish. And um, people know how to eat oysters, Oh, my gosh, it's wonderful. Melissa says, okay, I have an e-caller. The fairy dog trainer says, hello. Hey, how are you? Sawblade Entertainment. At the Mastermind, do you give us dogs to work with? Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course, oh, of course. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> deep. You're just going to sit and listen to us talk all yeah. week. Oh, oh no, no, dogs. you're, no, you're. Uh, now, will I give you dogs above your skill set that are dangerous? No, no, no. But but will I give you dogs that are not dangerous that might be above your skill set? Yeah, I will. Because you'll learn. You'll learn, absolutely. Kim, the Tuesday night Zoom is great because it's a mix of owners and trainers. It gives you the struggles and victories on both sides. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Kim is a regular. Yeah, Kim came down. Um, so down here in Florida, we do board and train and we do um, triage one-on-ones. What does that mean? It's a two-hour at-your-house session focusing primarily on stopping unwanted behaviors. So in other words, if someone's like, can you come and obedience train my dog i'll be like buy our course it's cheaper it's it's actually cheaper than a one-hour consult and it's in it's 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 a tenth of the price of me coming to you you know five times next paul recently off-leash dog came running up to us had my kids with us wasn't able to heal away it kept following owner eventually came and got it how would you handle this i boot the dog you boot dogs that, that rush up on you bear spray them hit them with a stick Go to the post, go to the post. That, that was Jan sitting on the can. Um, there's another compilation post probably about a month ago of, it, it's like people are like, my God, all she does is boot dogs. It's like, when you go out every day for walks with your dogs, 50% of the time you're rushed by off these dogs. So since we document our walks and if a dog comes up, we just move the camera up. So, um, so you'll see... Um, watch that video. It's three, three or four dogs that she's neutralizing and, but read all the comments, everybody's horror story, all the dogs that have been messed up because mm -hmm. an awfully strong charged them. Literally, you can have a perfectly set. Do you know that how many service dogs to get attacked by off leash dogs? Sometimes owners have to wash those dogs because they become so leash reactive and you cannot yep. have a leash reactive service dog. Next. Paul, she's indeed friendly, but the dog started jumping around my kids and she was worried. She's quite protective of them. So that's, that's not good. You don't need a dog to protect your kids. See, some people are like, I want my dog to protect my kids. I'm like, no, that's your job. That's your job. All right. Mama bear or Papa bear. That's your job to do. So, um, I want my dogs to be nice family pets. I don't want dogs to guard my kids. Next. Uh, the fairy dog trainer said, absolutely correct. Thank you. Not sure what that was. Kim about. said, oh, hi, too. <laughs> hi, yeah, Kim. yeah, Kim. Okay. Try here. being polite. Megan, order my mini educator today. We'll order the course this weekend. Awesome. 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 Who's that? Megan. All right, Megan. Can't wait to see you there. 
Julie. Hi, Jeff and Joel. I made it. I missed the live the last few weeks. Oh, is that Nebraska, Julie? Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, Julie, fine. how are you? Hey, Julie. Marguerite, will the e-collar course be available again or saved? My dog had TPLO surgery, so not training for a while, but would love to use the course when she gets back into training. Nervous we'll be back to square one after all the time off. So this is what you can do. Buy the course. I'll tell you why. It's yours forever. Because when we're showing what to do, you're probably not going to be working with your dog at the same time. You're going to be watching the course. So you'll be able to watch the course. But if you can't watch the course, you own the recording. But you don't own you cannot get the recording afterwards. Yeah, it's not going up for sale. It's not, it's not going to be a course like Green to Graduate that's up for sale. We also have a great social media course. If anybody wants to up their game with social media, in fact, a colleague of ours who's killing it, killing it for the last five years at least on social media like both of us are like holy shit she's doing a really good job she bought the course and she's like holy shit this is a great course mm -hmm. we're like wow like she can make her own course mm -hmm. so yes so the social media course and this is not about a dog it's not a dog training social media course it's social media you can have we're having people buy it just for them for their own pages like they're not they're not even doing it for their business they're just buying it for their own pages next Victoria, great things. I have the caller and plan to watch your videos on e-caller setup this weekend. Awesome. Awesome. Nancy, hello from Windsor, Ontario. It's been two years since my GSD pass. Just mm. rescued a five-month-old German Shepherd puppy. Boy, do I forget the puppy stage. Lots of mouthing, counter surfing, and now starting to be nervous and unsure of new people. So the nervous unsure of new people is a process they go through. You're going to work. We work dogs through that. Nipping, that is a three-second fix. Counter surfing is a three one to one to three second fix as well okay getting in the trash is a quick fix um litter box is a quick fix jumping on people is a quick fix the nervousness and the fear excuse me you work your dogs you work your dog through that next daniel hi how are you today from new zealand love the show it's sunny hot and windy here 31 nice that's celsius obviously folks mm -hmm. yep oh yeah it's summer in australia that's, that's huh? very that's very warm yep Sue, not sure if you've already explained this, but why is the new board and train dog wearing diapers even outside? Um, because it's in heat. Yeah, and then we take her off property. She's in our car, so she has to have yeah. a diaper on. A lot of times, though, when she goes for just walks, yeah, we don't. She doesn't have a diaper on, um, unless she like pottied right before. Right, right. But obviously, in in inside our house, in the crates, in public, um, in public. Um, um, but she's she's in heat. She she, she went into heat two days or one day i think before she arrived um so uh it's i guess i wouldn't know if it was affecting her training or not because i've never trained her not in heat so and right now we're just doing leash work too it's so this is how powerful and awesome remote cowers are and it's not because we don't know how to train without one but the dog is leash trained now and we're like I, Joelle has said three days in, three days in, Joelle was like, damn, I want to start using a remote collar on this dog. Not because she wants to be mean to the dog. No, not because it's so annoying, like having that leash all the time. It's oh, nice when you can get rid of the leash. Right. But it's also nice to have that communication, mm -hmm. that communication. That's what people have to understand. The remote collar, shock collar, by the way, I call them shock collars all the time. It's the same thing. In 2023, sport dog, Garmin, Dogtra and eCower Technology, which are the ones that we we use, we we use Dogtra and eCower Technology. 
Call it a shock collar, call it an e collar, call it a remote collar. It's all the same thing. So when you go, whenever you get these people that are like, it, there is a big difference between shock collars and remote collars. I'm like, yes, different words, same product. Okay, the box is the same. Next. Jason, anxiety with storms and loud noises and my German Shepherd. So what we do with that is, do you remember the video that we put up of us correcting for the vacuum? What we do for this is that now, and it's funny because I wrote a little narrative how storms and fireworks are a little bit more challenging, but we get dogs over so many fears by correcting them for breaking an obedience command that is known. So it's a known command. So they're in place. The vacuum arrives. They want to run from the vacuum. The dog gets corrected, not for being afraid of the vacuum. The dog gets corrected for breaking place. And we show, ironically, on day two, after just one five-minute session, the dog sniffing the vacuum and then relaxing. Same concept for storms and fireworks, but the results don't always happen that quick. That is a much more difficult thing for a dog to get over, but the same concept is used. At least that's how we do it. Next. Kim said, LOL, I know, right? I'm working on it, Jeff being nice it's okay it's okay kim you're very nice garrett do you recommend clients get dogs cgc certified so this is the thing the the thing i like about the cgc which is by the way it's canine good citizen is it shows that the actual owner made efforts and actually did reps and did practice in the big picture though it doesn't mean shit that rubs people the wrong way a lot because they think the CGC is the ultimate thing. It's like, no, having a highly trained off-leash dog that you can take anywhere that listens to you and you can bring it anywhere that has great public access, is confident, is under voice control, um, that you can have in every situation, have around people and dogs. That's the ultimate goal. The CGC is a set of a five or six, I believe, choreographed routines that you role play and practice for over and over and over. And it's inside historically a classroom in a sterile environment. But I like how owners, they have to actually do, they, they like, they, there is their CGC classes. So that means they did their homework. So kudos to them. That means they actually, they, you know, they did a good job. They did a good job. But I don't want anybody to think, like I, a lot of the aggressive dogs we get in have their CGC, right? Think about that. So with or without the CGC, they're still biting people. Next. Megan said, can I order the course with PayPal? Um, yes, I believe. You have to invoice. I have to invoice. We have to in, because we only do Stripe as our payment processor on the website. Which is a credit card. So if you have to use PayPal, we can invoice you. you or pay you it. just pay us, Solid Canine Training at Gmail. Jeff at SolidCanineTraining.com. Um, on PayPal. On PayPal. You and then, send us the money and we'll give you access to the And then the what we'll do is we'll register you for the course. Next. 
Paul, I just wish people would control their dogs. Mine is, but it's like riding a motorcycle. The biggest danger is everyone else on the road. Agreed 100%. And a lot of people get very upset. And I understand it. I understand. See, I understand the other side of things. I really, really do. The thing is, when you have a dog rushing you, number one, you don't know it's friendly. And even if it is, a friendly dog rushing up to any dog on a leash, number one, could turn that dog into a leash-reactive dog, could start a dog fight, and now you've got a bigger problem on your hands. You could trip and fall. You could get injured. The dog can freak out and wrap the leash around your legs and you fall. So many things can happen. So it's important, as harsh as it sounds, to neutralize that dog. And no one like should like it. When I say you boot the dog, I don't say that with bravado. But it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Next. Carol, haven't been here for a while. Good to see you both again. Carol from Canton, Ohio. Oh, hey, Canton. Hey, Carol. What's going on? I haven't, I haven't heard from you for a long time, Carol. Yeah. What, what have you been up to? You know, Eric is doing his own um, seminars now at Vanass Canine. Yeah, he's got a great e-cower seminar he's doing. Um, yeah, I'm originally from Cleveland, if people didn't know that. Yep, WMMS, home of the buzzard. Back when they paid you $125 a month to totally wrap your Volkswagen bug. And then they stopped paying people, which is a pretty cool idea because everybody's vehicle is already wrapped. <laughs> Next. Carol, haven't been here. I already read that. Nancy, so a firm correction when the pup barks towards new people? Yeah. This is the thing. You have two choices, right? Reward or punish. Reward or ignore gets you what? More of something. Apply a punisher, proper punisher, gets you less of something. The, that, that's dog training right there. No matter what you hear, what you read, all these fancy words, all this stuff about this, 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 this from all these experts, it all boils down to if I want you to do more of it, I first train you with a reward-based system. And if I want to eliminate it, I train you with a punitive-based system. And that's how you have the healthy mix. Next. Rebecca, hi, Jeff and Joelle. I'm going, if I'm going to correct a dog for separation anxiety in the crate using an e-collar, do I use a verbal marker before the correction? So there's a lot of variables when it comes to separation anxiety in the crates. There's no cookie cutter, like stopping a dog from rushing a door, that's cookie cutter. Teaching a downstay, cookie cutter. Teaching rollover, which we don't really do. We don't do, but I, you know, watch any trick trading video or a lot of videos it's not that hard to do it's pretty cookie cutter um separation anxiety in the crate has a lot of variables you absolutely can use a no before the correction but in the middle of the night if your dog has separation anxiety and you're sleeping you set up a video camera you can use the tone button your tone button first can be your no marker then the consequence comes consequence comes after it so there's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of different protocols to stop separation anxiety also a lot of what happens outside the crates how you hold your dog accountable 
how demanding you are of your dog. That also helps with in the crate. Next. Sawblade Entertainment on oh no, Paul W said, I'm only working on CGC for insurance reasons. We're getting close. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard they give like okay. discounts. Okay, okay, yeah. So for your home, for a lot of a lot of homeowners insurance, they want their dogs, they want the dog, if the dog is CGC certified. They'll like make an exception. They'll make an whatever. exception possibly to the breed of the dog, the size of the dog, um, or just just insurance in general. Mm -hmm. Like they, 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 they won't insure you if you own a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a list of dogs breeds that you can't which have, is so silly. which is so stupid. Which is so stupid. Sawblade said, "I only thought of getting CGC because some landlords will give a discount." Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Apply applying, um, you know, applying for um, a place to get to rent at, having a CGC thing. Which again, I get, but boy, uh, since I work with aggression a lot of, and I stop a lot of unwanted behaviors. A lot of dogs have their CGCs and are very dangerous dogs. But yes, it doesn't hurt to have one. As long as you know, that's just the start. Next. Constance, hey, Jane, Jay, how do I fix the Frenchie flop? Two of the dogs have started rolling onto their backs every time I say down. Although it's super cute, it's annoying at the same time. It is cute. It is cute. You can just take the leash and pop it back up. Pop it back up. Next. Now on their side, it's not the worst thing. We're not competing them, right? This isn't competition obedience, all right? But if they're on their back and they're squirming and they're being cute, right? No, mm -mm. no, we're not. We're not playing that game today. Now, if that's what they want to, if they're in place and they want to do that little shimmy shake like that, especially the one that that has its cock out all the time, um, it's constant as a dog that that, that that plays with itself, um, um, and a lot of people do actually. Um, uh if it wants to get on its back and you know you know show off its junk and roll around and stuff like that that's not the worst thing either next jenny says does the patreon workout workout discount work for the new e-collar class um yeah yep mm -hmm. yep oh yeah it does it brings it down to like 88 dollars mm -hmm. 88 80 i think yep carol sick husband in class with eric now with a new dog well what you're letting him out of the house sick did you pack him a bag? Right. Huh? Jeez. Mm, Garrett said, well said. I believe CGC is more for the relationship between owners and their pets. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I just want people to realize there's a lot more afterwards. Next. Paul said restricted breeds are a silly concept, but there are innate behaviors and instincts and in a lot of those breeds that I don't think the average owner is equipped to deal with without a lot of research and time. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I Funny get enough, it. we have chihuahuas in our neighborhood that are the most miserable fucking dogs in the world. Right. And they're chihuahuas. But I get so. it, though. I get it. If you own a dogo, if you own a dogo and you move into an apartment, I can absolutely see the landlord going, No. Mm. If you had a Frenchie, I can see the landlord saying that's fine. Sometimes they do it just 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 for size, they just do it. But also, insurance companies are in the numbers game. They're in the statistics game. They go by statistics. They go by numbers. That's why some homes down here in Florida and other places where there's floods can't get insurance because they know statistically that house eventually will be either waterlogged or destroyed. And they do not want to have to do the payout. Next. Philip said WMMS was where I first heard Rush Working Man. Nice. 
Nice. What is that? It's a song. <laughs> you know who Rush is? So Rush goes along with ACDC, Styx, Aerosmith. I hate all of them, so. Um, um, Kiss. Ugh. Um, I actually see everyone. So I used to, when I was in uh, the first class lounge at the Boston airport, I would see Steven Tyler a couple of times. Next. Marguerite, difference between green to graduate and the e-collar course? Oh, huge difference. Huge difference. Buy them both, number one. The green to graduate is a start to finish how to train your dog from not even knowing a command to fully off-leash trained. It starts with leash and prong. Then we layer the remote collar over it. The e-collar course is going to be a lot of the remote collar protocols from the green to graduate, but with troubleshooting and without perfection. We used a dog in the green to graduate that is more of a cookie cutter dog. And um, we were able to make sure that it looked a certain way. The e-collar course, we have no fucking idea what's going to happen. Like not too many people would do this. Literally show live training of a dog that didn't even know what to do. But, I, but a lot of people are getting both. So this week has been a week of, the last two weeks, I should say, has been a week of green to graduate, leash reactivity, the, the, the e-cower course, and consults. People, I'm really proud of people, um, are really putting time, effort, and, and their, their financial resources towards the education of their dogs. The financial resources, as challenging as that can be, is the easiest part, like joining a gym. That's the easiest part. As someone that goes to the gym six days a week, um, every morning that I wake up, and usually I don't want to go, but I still go, 57 years old. She can't be hanging out with some old dude looking, uh, 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 what's the good word for it? Like a frump? Um, frumpy. Frumpy. Um, so I think um, uh, 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 the work that it's going to take to get that dog trained shows a lot more effort than the effort it took to pay. Next. Roberto. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Roberto. Uh, Poodle never pulls on walks but started to walk slower than us. If unleashed, she follows but falls farther back. If leashed and given leash, she reaches the end of the leash. Check for injury. Is the dog overheated? Is the dog tired? Is the dog have any leg issues, joint issues, back issues, spine, you know, spine issues, neck issues, disc issues? Um, is the dog just all of a sudden taking interest in bird watching? You know, um, so you know, it's like, oh, that's a spotted duck, corn, gill, bird. Um, um, then you can just pop the dog up. Pop the dog up closer to you. And on a remote, you can just motivate that dog with a little bit of remote pressure. Next. Sam said, yes, the code works. Price goes down to 8880. There you go. Kangaroo, haven't used the e-collar yet. Should I use it in training before using it for a punisher? You can vice versa, actually. You can use it as a punisher. You can use it. This is what this is what a lot of dog trainers will tell you not to do. And I'm like, really? Don't use it as a punisher, which would be a higher shock. 
until you've trained the dog on it. And I'm like, bullshit. How about if someone doesn't want to train their dog on it? How about if somebody doesn't want to e-cow or train their dog? They just want to stop fence fighting, rushing the door, and counter surfing. They want to stop those three things. That's all high levels. And then all of a sudden they're like, wow, that was pretty cool. Maybe I will e-cow or train my dog. Fine, e-cow or train your dog. Next. Shelly, hey, Shelly from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I train family pets for obedience in the evenings in the lower level of an animal shelter. I also work upstairs for the animal shelter. Oh, nice. I'm also a CGC evaluator for AKC. Wow. I'm amazed at how much of your podcasts have helped me. I'm a redheaded farm girl. I don't put up with much. I always say not saying no is saying yes. Thank you for confirming to me yep. that my technique is acceptable. I work with 1,000-pound horses. I refuse to be pushed. Yeah. Usually, just think about it. Anybody that works with a horse, which can kill you, um, um, you need to make sure that you are – you have to have a certain attitude to work with a horse. Next. Last one, right on time. Paul said, oh, my God, we have so many unruly, truly aggressive small dogs here that are always on an extended leash, and the owners cannot understand why I tell them to keep walking while I'm training rather than engage with us. Advocate for your dog, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Some some folks will, like, they'll, they'll literally see their dog going buck crazy at the end of the leash, and they'll just stand there. Like, their dog is going nuts. Or vice versa. Your dog is going nuts, and they're just standing there. It's like, keep going. Keep moving. Keep moving. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Let's all jump onto the e-cower course. Joelle's going to put the link up one more time. Let's all think about liking this channel and subscribing to it, sharing the show. Let's all think about um, the Patreon channel. Let's think about becoming an Instagram subscriber. And let's start thinking about uh, consuming more of our material because uh, – 80 to 90% of it's for free. All right. Love you guys. Oh, sorry. Got to plug his podcast. Actually, uh, since you're, you're out of camera view. Uh, since my podcast have, isn't hint uh, soon, it's like next Thursday, I'm not going to plug. You just have one, though. I mean, yes. I mean, why would I need a a podcast called Fun Facts with Angela, where I'm going to talk about Egyptian mythology. Well, you do. You just finished one last night on Norse Norse mythology. Yes, but I forgot to do, but, do but Egyptian people, mythology, so I'm going to do Egyptian mythology. I understand that. Hey, 5 p.m. on Thursday Eastern Standard Time, like always. But the point is, is that that if they watch the replay from last night's show, they can see that one. Yes. Okay. And that's it. Get out of okay. get out of here. But, <laughs> Bye. Love you, buddy. All right. Love you too, Papa. See ya. Take care. All right, everybody. Madly in love with all of you. Everybody have a great day. Good night. Take care. <laughs>